the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. I don't know how many of you know this, but there was a time here in America that almost all of the major metropolitan newspapers featured sermons right on their front page. Uh, Sometimes it was on Sunday. Other times it was other times during the week. Now, you'd have to go back a long time to find that, but that was very, very common. C.H. Spurgeon, my all-time pastoral hero, uh, during the, the, the years that I was a senior pastor, I can honestly say that C.H. Spurgeon was my pastor. For years, I read at least one of his sermons every single week. Uh, I have almost all of his sermons in my library, and uh, he was called the Prince of Preachers. Well, he was in London, England. But many American newspapers published his sermons right on the front page. And they were filled with the gospel, and he cried out against sin. He uh, cried for repentance. Yeah, front page. Uh, Then that kind of fell out of favor, but local pastors would often have a sermon or a column featured. Um, Joy and I were married at Canton Baptist Temple. Uh, church up in Canton, Ohio, great church. And uh, for many, many, many years, Dr. Harold Hinegar, the pastor there for many years, had a weekly uh, column in the local Canton newspaper. And it was basically a sermon. And it was featured in the newspaper. I I think it was just once a week. It, it might have been uh, more. Uh, It was not uncommon at all for newspapers to have a question-and-answer column from a local Bible-believing pastor. Uh, The Billy Graham organization had columns that ran in hundreds and hundreds of American newspapers for many, many years. And it was a question-and-answer session or column with Billy Graham. People would write in questions about heaven, hell, salvation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it ran in major newspapers. That was very common. In other words, major newspapers in America for a long time were friends of Bible-believing churches. They were friends. In fact, they were advocates for 
Bible-believing churches. They are now the enemy. Many of them, certainly not all of them, but many of them are now the enemy of the church, the enemy of the gospel, and the enemy of God. Here is a blatant illustration. The New York Times. Now, also, let me just say that uh, on Easter weekend, Good Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, if you were to go back uh, even 60 years, most major American newspapers printed something positive about Easter, Good Friday, and so forth. Well, my, how things have changed. On Good Friday, the New York Times chose to feature a major editorial. Again, this was on Good Friday, the eve of Passover. And uh, it had this title, well, actually two titles. There was the print edition and the digital edition. The print edition titled this editorial, and I'm quoting, Let's Pass Over God, a play on Passover the Jewish holiday of Passover. Let's pass over God. In the digital edition, the title was, In this time of war, I propose we give up God. The column was written by Shalom Oslander, a uh, a Jew who is bitter, about his Jewish roots, his Jewish heritage, his uh, Jewish childhood, his Jewish parents. He is bitter and angry at the fact that he was raised in an Orthodox Jewish home. The editorial, again, featured on Good Friday by the New York Times, is a direct attack on Judaism, Christianity, and God in general. He says in part, this is just one quote, speaking of God, if he were mortal, the God of Jews, Christians, and Muslims would be dragged to the Hague. Now, what is the Hague? That's the world court. That's where war criminals are tried. That is the place where we hope Vladimir Putin and his military leaders will end up at The Hague. Again, this is where you try war criminals. So let me read that to you again. Speaking of God, if he were mortal, the God of Jews, Christians, and Muslims would be dragged to The Hague, and yet we praise him. We emulate him. We implore our children to be like him. Perhaps now is a good time to teach our children to pass over God, to be unlike him as possible. And then he looks forward in his editorial to the day in America when children, quote, will be taught to be as unlike God as possible, and then when they hear biblical stories about God Children will go boo, and the children will jeer. 
Yeah, he is hoping for the day when children of America will be taught to be as unlike God as possible, and when they hear a biblical story about God, children will respond with, boo, and the children will jeer. Uh, It is an anti-God, anti-Christ, anti-Jewish, anti-Semite piece um, filled with bitterness and anger and blasphemy against God. Now, some would say, well, it's just an editorial. The uh, New York Times really doesn't believe that. Um, Why did they choose to run it on Good Friday? You cannot convince me that that was not very intentional. In this time of war, I propose we give up God, or the other title, we pass over God. Let's do away with God. New York Times, Good Friday, Contrast that to the days I referred to earlier when American newspapers featured prominently the sermons of Bible-believing preachers all over the country and, in fact, all over the world. All right, we'll uh, take a quick break. My uh, telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE. How is homeschooling doing now that uh, most of the public schools are open again? I'll uh, bring you up to date on that when we return. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. <laughs> stop it. Just stop it. The, uh, the uh, TV monitor here in the studio is on Fox News. Uh, not because they're truly conservative. It's just, well, they're more conservative than CNN and the other cable news. But uh, once again, Fox News is giving an enormous amount of coverage to the Johnny Depp defamation trial against his former wife. Why? Stop it. <clears throat> and some of you are going, well, you're talking about it. No more. No more. Uh, How is homeschooling doing? Uh, Many, 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 many parents across America, and I'm talking hundreds of thousands of parents, uh, in the middle of the uh, pandemic when schools were shut down and uh, uh, children were, you know, locked in their bedrooms with their computer screen, uh, hundreds of thousands of American parents uh, decided to homeschool. The uh, the expert said, well, when the schools open up again, uh, those homeschooling parents will send their kids right back to the schools. Well, some have, but not most. Um, 
in uh, the 2020, uh, the, uh, wait a minute, after spiking, uh, okay, in the 20 to, uh, uh, 2020 to 2021 school year, homeschooling went up 63% over the prior year. That's 2020 to 2021, a 63% spike over the previous year. The 2021 to 2022 school year, which is the school year that we are in, homeschooling dropped by 17%. So there was a decrease, but the overwhelming majority of people who started homeschooling in the uh, height of the pandemic are continuing to homeschool. Slight drop. 17% drop, but that's following a 63% increase. And uh, here is a part that I think is just fascinating and encouraging. Of the racial demographic groups in America, the group that saw the largest percentage of increase in homeschooling was black families. Black families. Uh, Before the pandemic, only 3.3% of black families homeschooled. After the pandemic hit, 16.1%. That's a five-fold increase. The black community saw a 500% increase in homeschooling. Good for them. Good for them. So uh, homeschooling is still doing quite well in America. Quite well. And uh, my goodness, I hate to end with this, but um, politicians just need to leave the Bible and religion alone. They don't know what they're talking about. They have no clue what the Bible really says. So quit trying to use it. The latest example, U.S. Senator Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer is Jewish. Now, I don't believe he's Orthodox Jewish. I think he's pretty liberal, but he is Jewish. Well, for the last two or three years, he has attended the uh, Christian Cultural Center in Brooklyn on Easter weekend. Uh, That is the church pastored by A.R. Is it A.R.? A.R. Bernard, I think that's the pastor. A.R., I think. That doesn't make any difference. Yes, A.R. Bernard is the uh, pastor. So uh, Chuck Schumer is there speaking, a Jew speaking at a Christian church, and uh, he thought he would it would be a good time on Easter to talk about the new Supreme Court justice. Yeah, what a great Easter message. And he said this, and I quote, My brothers and sisters, in conclusion, this is what the changing of the season looks like. It looks like progress. It looks like growth. It looks like our everlasting struggle to perfect what once was imperfect. Lord knows it took too long to get here. But now that we're here, there's no going back. The stone 
has been rolled away from the tomb, and all those good things that we hoped and prayed for will come to pass. So, happy Easter. God bless all of you. Because a black female woman has been appointed to the Supreme Court, Chuck Schumer, a Jew, says there's no going back. The stone has been rolled away from the tomb. Not only is that sacrilegious, that's blasphemous. I don't care what you think about the new Supreme Court justice. There is no comparison between the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, conquering sin, death, hell, the grave, and Satan. What we, what we celebrate on, on Easter, Chuck Schumer made an absolute mockery of the message of Christmas, saying that the appointment of a black female to the Supreme Court is, quote, the stone has been rolled away from the tomb. And all those things that we hoped and prayed for will come to pass. The people of that church should have gotten up and walked out. The pastor, A.R. Bernard, should be ashamed of himself for not correcting Chuck Schumer and calling him to task of using the resurrection of Jesus for a crude political purpose. Shame on all of them. Wow. All right, folks, have a great evening, but please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.